0: Morning. Good morning. morning. Whoever you are and wherever you find yourself on the journey of faith, know that you are so very welcome in this sacred space. A brief announcement before we begin. There are two open slots that are left on our preaching rota for this summer. We'd like to get those filled by the end of this service. So, if you feel called to do that, sign up's in the back. As is the practice with our summer liturgy this year, you are invited into a verse, a time of centering, of prayerfulness. And today's verse comes from the first epistle to the Corinthians. The eye can never say to the hand, I do not need you. The head cannot say to the feet, I do not need you. God among us, God within us, be blessed by the ever-present God, always near and never far. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Creator God, ever-creating, created in your image, we are being shaped and formed by the love of your heart, led by the spirit of your joy. Lead our hands and guide our feet. Amen.
1: good morning morning. today's sacred text is taken from corinthians chapter 12 verses 12 through 27 the human body has many parts but the many parts make up one whole body so it is with the body of christ some of us are jews some are gentiles some are slaves and some are free we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I am not a part of the body because I am not a hand, that does not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear says, I am not part of the body because I am not an eye, Would that make it any less a part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if if it had only one part yes there are many parts but only one body the eye can never say to the hand i don't need you the head can cannot say to the feet i don't need you in fact some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary and the parts we regard as less honorable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen, while the more honorable parts do not require this special care. So God has put the body together such that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members so that all the members care for each other If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it, and if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. Here ends the reading. Thanks be to God.
2: I have found myself in several situations where I've provided an answer to a question, and in providing that answer, the response is sometimes, what? I didn't get that, which causes me to think, did I hear the question accurately? Was my response inappropriate, elongated, out of order? In my family, growing up, telling jokes was a common thing, all except for my sister, who, were she in the room today, would tell you that she's a literal thinker. She just doesn't get jokes. And so my sister is always the one asking, what was funny about that? Language is a critical thing. We have cultural phrases. We have ethnic-specific phrases. We have colloquial phrases. And then we have this thing called idioms or idiomatic speech. It sounds like this. It's raining cats and dogs. Quick show of hands, anybody ever seen cats and dogs falling from the sky when it rains? No, didn't think so. Or a picture is worth a thousand words. Unless it's a Picasso and then it's worth $5.8 million. Or that's like rubbing salt in a wound. Hmm. Or, Elvis has left the building. Idiomatic speech. Let's add to the list a little bit. What are some of your favorite idioms? This is the group engagement time. Don't make me pick you. Go. Got one? Go. Oh, this tastes like heaven. Mm, Nice. Yeah. Bird in the hand, two in the bush. I still don't get that one. I'm like my sister. Still don't get that one. Any others? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Left hand, doesn't know what the right hand is up to. Say that, the tail wags the dog. Mm. Now we're going to narrow the field just a little bit to only including idioms with hands and feet. I'll start with a couple, and then you'll begin to fill in the blanks. To wait on someone hand and foot, As a child, I received leftovers from other children in the neighborhood known as hand me downs. Or when you're very near something, it's close at hand. Your turn. Oh, yes. Good. To two left feet. Yeah. 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 Give me a hand with that. For teachers, always giving hand outs. Okay? One hand washes the other. True. Can't have one hand washing a foot. Tim. Oh. Is that still a thing? Okay. All right. When we're done with something difficult, we say we've washed our hands of it. Living hand to mouth. If you're helping another, lending a hand. Double meanings for many of these idioms. In 2013, the ELCA made a decision to celebrate 25 years worth of history under the banner of God's work, our hands. A reminder that to be loved by God was not simply a recipient's action. That is, it comes at us only. But the phrase goes deeper to say, not only does God love us, God asks us to be engaged in the life of others and the whole of creation. So with these, we do God's work. Now I'm going to ask you something that we rarely do in chapel. Well, we kind of do it, but not really. I'm going to ask you to get up and gather around this poster that's right over here. There are pens on the table. I would like you to trace your hand. Write your name in your hand. You'll see a big box in the middle of the poster. Uh, So gather around, and then uh, we'll figure out a way to hang the poster, and then a concluding word. Let's go. A quick show of hands. Now we'll just go with the hand metaphor. Got any on you? Yeah. Mm. Let's use that over the course of today that says, God's work, our hands. Amen.
3: Before we pray, I would like to ask you to ground your feet in the ground, a little bit of connection. Hold your feet strongly in the ground. Feel your rootness. Hold your hands in an open position, the receiving position. And connect. Give yourself time to connect to the Spirit of God that is with you. Let's take a moment for this. We pray. We give you thanks, God for the work of our hands and the witness of our feet. Stay with it for a while. As you are connected, can you please stand for the benediction? Go with God over you with blessing. Underneath you, holding you, in front of you, leading you, and within you, granting you peace. Amen.